0: This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For cables, connectors, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And buy the ham station. Get your new radio or antenna by calling 800-729-4373 or go to hamstation.com.
1: It's ham radio.
0: It's time for Ham Talk Live, episode number 56. The VoIP Hurricane Net with Rob Masto, KD1CY, and Lloyd Colston, KC5FM, recorded live on Thursday, March 16th, 2017. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined... By Rob Macedo, KD1CY, and Lloyd Colston, KC5FM, from the voiceover IP Hurricane Net. We'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week on the show, Frank Bauer, KA3HDO, was here to talk about the status of the equipment on board the International Space Station. And if you missed that show, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com. Just uh, click on the episode you want to listen to. Or you can download the podcast from iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, uh, or SoundCloud, or several other podcasting services as well. And we're also on a YouTube channel. Uh, Before we get uh, started on our break and get to the interview, we want to remind people that uh, the ABC TV hit comedy Last Man Standing uh, will be shooting its uh, last episode of the season on Tuesday. So to commemorate that occasion, KA6LMS will be on the air as they typically are from the Mike Baxter set, but they'll be on about 2245 UTC um, this season. Last man standing, license, several crew members and special guest operators have worked um, from the set well over a thousand stations, uh, both uh, sideband and CW, um, and also on D-Star. So. Uh, This Tuesday, the 21st of March, will be the the last chance to work the stage until hopefully next season. Um, Operating times and frequencies will be posted on their Facebook page. That's the Mike Baxter, K-A-0-X-T-T Facebook page. That'll be posted sometime on Tuesday as soon as they uh, have a feel for the schedule. So don't miss out on that if you haven't worked them. Uh, be sure to give them a call. So tonight we're talking some Skywarn stuff and uh, we're looking at it from the um, IRLP, Echolink, uh, and VoiceOver IP uh, way to go tonight. So uh, get those questions ready to go and after the interview you can call us. The telephone number is 812-NET-TAM-1. That's 812-638-4261 <clears throat> or you can Skype us uh, the username is Ham Talk Live. You can also send a question by Twitter, and our Twitter handle is at Ham Talk Live. So I'll be back with Rob and Lloyd right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you in part by Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics has been the Ham's dime store since 1978. When you need connectors, mobile and handheld antennas, cables, or adapters, visit Scott or Jill at a HamFest near you. Or you can order online at pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Stock up on those supplies like PL-259 and end connectors, SMA adapters, audio cables, soldering supplies, mobile antennas, and Hamsticks. Their silver-plated end connectors are even used on the International Space Station. Tower Electronics carries MFJ, Comet, Diwa, OPEC, Workman, and HamPro products. And don't miss their 0% off sale going on now. Tower Electronics, online at pl-259.com. Proud to sponsor this episode of HamTalk Live. Ham Talk Live is on your side, with traffic and weather together on the 8s. Thanks to Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show tonight to help bring Ham Talk Live your way once again. They'll be at the Perrysburg, Ohio Ham Fest just outside Toledo on Saturday. They'll be in Mobile, Alabama and Staunton, Wisconsin on April 8th. And several others coming soon. Call 920-435-2973. Uh, if you can't catch them at one of those, or you visit their website, pl-259.com, tell them you heard it on Hamtalk Live, and Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on hamtalklive.com, and if you miss the show, you can listen to the archive on the website, or you can catch us on most popular podcasting uh, web services. Uh, Rob Bacito, KD1CY, i Mispronounced his name earlier. We were fighting Skype issues, and I didn't get a chance to ask for that. So my apologies there. Uh, it's Rob Macedo, K D One C Y. Uh, he is the director of operations for the Voiceover IP Hurricane Net. Uh, he's been an amateur radio operator for 29 years and has been dedicated to public service work for the Skywarn program for the National Weather Service in Taunton, uh, Massachusetts, and their station. Rob has been very involved in the Amateur Radio Emergency Services Program as the Eastern Massachusetts Section Emergency Coordinator from 2005 to 2014 and currently serves as the Eastern Massachusetts Ares Assistant Section Emergency Coordinator as the liaison to the National Weather Service and the State Emergency Management and uh, Federal Emergency Management Region 1. Since 2004, he's also been involved. With the uh, VoIP Skyworn Hurricane Net that supports the National Hurricane Center station, WX4NHC. Professionally, Rob is a senior manager in the Drive Storage Media Engineering team at Dell Technologies in the Dell EMC division, where he's worked for close to 22 years. Lloyd Colston, KC5FM, is the public information officer for the VoIP Hurricane Net. And Lloyd has been a net control for the Hurricane Net on VoIP since 2004. Um, He joined the team in 2006 as the public information officer, which ties to his career with emergency management within Oklahoma. Uh, Lloyd's a past ARRL section manager for Oklahoma and currently is the public information officer for that group um he's a member of several clubs and nets including QCWA 1010 Christian Amateur Radio Fellowship the less involved data society the Croatian Telegraphy Club the Russian CW Club and South Cars so rob lloyd uh, thank you so much uh, for joining us on ham talk live tonight
1: yeah, it's great neil, to be- thanks for having us yeah great to be here neil
0: Yep, thanks a lot. And uh, sorry, Skype was was being Skype earlier. We were we're trying to get everything working. We've got uh, everybody together here now, so um, hopefully that'll keep working here tonight. Um, but we want to start off just talking uh, <clears throat> about the um, VoIP Hurricane Net a little bit. And a few months ago, we did a show here uh, on Ham Talk Live about the Hurricane Watch Net that meets on HF. So. Um, This is a a different net that um, also has a lot of the same functions, uh, but does it all over VoIP. So tell us the differences uh, between the Hurricane Watch net and the VoIP Hurricane net. And uh, if any of the goals are the same or different, and do you work together with the HF net, tell us how that uh, is... is, um I guess compare and contrast, it would be the teacher thing to say, uh, the the two nets.
1: Yeah, so uh, first of all, the uh, Hurricane Watch Net is a very distinguished net that has been around since 1965. And certainly on the VOIP Hurricane Net side, we are uh, a much younger net. But we have uh, worked with uh, Bobby Graves and others within the uh, Hurricane Watch Net over uh, the last uh, Good 10 or so plus years since the VOIP Hurricane Net has been in existence. Uh, we work together uh, to put together the program for the Amateur Radio Workshop, working with WX4NHC, the Amateur Radio Station at the National Hurricane Center. And our NETS exist to help support their mission to save lives and property and have surface reporting into the National Hurricane Center specialists uh, at WX4NHC and to maintain a vital communications link with the National Weather Service local forecast offices and uh, regional uh, uh, offices uh, that the Weather Service has uh, across the country. Uh, we are, uh, yes, we are focused on Echolink and IRLP uh, links uh, and repeater-linked systems uh, through uh, those networks, and we're looking at uh, expanding into some of the other uh, VOIP networks as uh, time goes on to have uh, a system that can you know, reach out. We can reach to, for example, uh, technician amateurs that don't have uh, HF licenses or don't um, have the ability to get on uh, hf uh, from their uh, uh, locations uh, allows us to interact with some of the more local skyward nets where we can uh, work with them ahead of time to uh, establish either a liaison path or a connection uh, with their nets and and certainly right we're depending on more infrastructure so there can certainly be scenarios where we lose the uh, internet connectivity uh a lot of times uh though uh, those connections are able to stay up. Generally, uh, if there's backup power, that's usually the first thing that goes is the power, then uh, potentially the Internet connectivity, depending on when it's where it's based from. But we have found in a number of hurricane situations, we've been able to maintain some vital links uh, um, through the re- Internet-linked repeater systems on Echolink and IRLP, and the same can be true for others, where we've been able to have good communication, good reporting, Uh, from those areas uh, when required. And, you know, it's not a competition. You know, these nets, um, our net and Hurricane Watch Net, are supporting the WX4NHC mission, and uh, it's there to, uh, again, provide that uh, reporting into the Hurricane Center. And quite often we'll have uh, these reports shared with other agencies. During Hurricane Matthew, we had the uh, FEMA Region 4 Uh, team uh, of amateurs on the air and they were sharing uh, uh, the information we were collecting from our net into their uh, agency and uh, maybe I'll have uh, Lloyd say a a few words here and some reinforcing points here as well
2: and Rob's right it's not competition Uh, it's about serving served agencies that's what the amateur radio emergency service is about that's the mission of Skywarn and I have been in Skywarn for a long long time I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, You know, HF is dependent upon uh, the ionosphere about the signals. And on the Christian Amateur Radio Fellowship Net that you mentioned, uh, we meet early in the morning, and 75 meters when there's a solar uh, storm, is uh, it's kind of hard to to communicate on HF. So we can supplement that and get... uh, the reports from the field for the Hurricane Center so that they can uh, get ground truth intelligence that's what Skyborne offers and uh, su- support the mission I also recall a time where I believe it was Hurricane Charlie there was a uh, operator on the Key West and he was on a walkie-talkie and his battery on his walkie talkie failed before the network did so we were able to get and give uh, real intelligence uh, to him so he could be safe and from him so we could get the information to the national hurricane center and then another example picking on florida again uh, there was an at&t telephone uh, technician who could not use the telephone to call the emergency operations center in tallahassee he got on echolink on our weather talk conference i talked to him uh he wanted information conveyed to the emergency operations center and from my emergency operation center in Altus, oklahoma i picked up the phone and called tallahassee and gave them the information that they needed to uh to do recovery uh during that disaster so it's not a competition. It's we, we have people uh, who fail uh, because, well, the electrons don't work and the HF bands don't work. So it's a complement. And the, the goal is to support the National Weather Service sky warning programs uh, through uh, the National Hurricane Center.
0: All right, very good. Uh, good uh, good explanation of all of that. Um, so how do hams um, access the net whenever you guys are activated? Uh, how do they go about uh, getting in if they have uh, some kind of a report to make?
1: So um, there are basically local echolink and IRLP nodes that can be accessed, and you would access the star WX underscore T A L K star star W X underscore talk star uh, conference. That's EchoLink node seven two zero three. On the IRLP side, you can access nine two one nine. We can accept connections from both areas. And as I said, we're looking at some other things. Can we get connected in with all star? Can we interface some of the other digital modes? But today, it's it is EchoLink and IRLP based. And this information is available at our website voipwx.net We also have our social media uh, feeds and in terms of well, do I have an Echolink or IRLP node in my area? You can um, look up the IRLP status page and uh, check uh, for IRLP nodes in your area. On the Echolink website, there's ways to search for Echolink nodes, or you can download Echolink onto your computer or cell phone, um, and you're able to use that to connect in uh, from the Echolink side. There are some limitations on the cell phone side. If we get a lot of cell phones connected, that can... Um, Cause there are some limitations there, but as we get into the new hurricane season, we're looking uh, uh, into uh, ability to extend the number of uh, connections that uh, we we can uh, have there, and uh, um, we can also talk about listen only capability. We are we do bring in some nodes for folks that just want to listen into what's happening uh, uh, on the network. Uh, uh, Lloyd, why don't you reinforce a couple of those points there as well?
2: Well, it is important that. Uh, the information for the voipwx.net webpage, voipwx.net, will explain uh, how to access the uh, net. When there is a net activation, there's live streaming there so that you can um, listen to the net without being connected to the net. Um, monitoring is always good. It's also important that the uh, operator... Outside the affected area, go to the listen-only servers. VKMCOM is one. Uh, again, this is explained on VYPWX.net. And the idea there is it takes the overhead off of the mission-critical communications that uh, we use now. I've mentioned the VYPWX.net website. There's also a way to make your report on the website website. And that report will go directly into the National Hurricane Center as well. So there's multiple streams and multiple manners in which a a listener can participate with our net.
0: Very good. So the stream then, uh, if you're just listening, uh, would probably be a better way to go then, I assume, because then you're not tying up uh, another port that uh, could be used for somebody who has traffic to get into the net
2: correct that's that's a good summary the idea though it's about uh serving the national hurricane center and rob mentioned the uh the twitter account and facebook um Oipwx.net on twitter and it really is a sky program uh if you monitor the on, i'm sorry voipw not the dot if you'll monitor there uh, every time there's a landfalling hurricane, from anything from the National Weather Service to National Hurricane Center, and any uh, Weather Service office uh, along the Gulf Coast and one state in uh, is automatically tweeted. So, if there's a dense fog advisory in, in Texas, uh, that effort by VIPWX Net on Twitter is uh, designed. To give the operator a situational awareness uh, of where the bad storms are and what's happened, who's got a warning and who's just in a watch. And that helps our net, uh, maintain the situational awareness. So we can support the national hurricane center and by extension, uh, those offices, uh, serving the Gulf coast area.
0: Okay, so uh, the reports that you're collecting, tell us a little bit about what information you're looking for, uh, what uh, if there's any protocols that people need to know, um, and and what the criteria is, um, you know, for making a report. Besides, well, it's raining. You know, you can get a hundred thousand it's raining reports, and that just ties up the system. So, uh, what what's the criteria for sending something in?
1: So basically, to simplify it, it's the Skywarn reporting criteria. We have that criteria posted on the VOIPWX uh, net website, generally uh, measured wind gusts 40 miles per hour or greater, any kind of tree and power line damage, any kind of River stream or urban flooding, any kind of coastal storm surge flooding. If if people are in an area where they are safe and uh, but are able to observe that uh, flooding, we want to hear about that. Um, any type of tornadic activity, hurricanes can produce uh, tornadoes, and uh, uh, obviously we want people to be safe. We don't want people chasing, but if they uh, observe a tornado through their area, uh, we want to hear about that. Um, uh, any measured rainfall reports are uh, are helpful, and in a hurricane, we like to hear about uh lower lowest barometric pressure um that can be interesting information to track where the uh, center of a system is and and also, if the eye of the hurricane is coming over a uh coming over the air, you get that calm you know the the rain stops the high winds stop you get into that eye where it's calm and then you know, you'll get into the backside of the of the hurricane, uh, which sometimes can be the stronger uh, side of the hurricane, depending on which direction it is coming from. Uh, you know, that information is uh, I- extremely helpful. Um, you, know, you know, some other uh, ways to to gather information. You know, number of amateur radio operators. You know, it, it, many of us are are able to monitor our, our their their local public safety. Uh, getting reports from there can be uh, uh, helpful to uh, know what's going on, and you know, they're around their particular town or county. Um, that information can be helpful. You know, don't necessarily, there are cases where they're, you know, the, the county and public safety folks can call in their reports, and other times they're too busy dealing with the incident. So, even if that information is just good, it's good for situational uh, awareness and, and, and being able to uh, understand what are the sensible conditions out there. Are we getting the damage and, and such where it is hurricane force or is the system weakening and we're not getting those the conditions as strong as expected. Though, you know, So, again, those are some ways that uh, uh, we can gather a lot of good information. And, again, the Sky 1 reporting criteria is pretty standard across the country. That's really a good guideline of, of what we're looking for. Uh, uh, Lloyd, any, any further comment there?
2: Uh, certainly. The uh, idea is to do these reports safely. That's the onus of Skywarn. First, you have to keep yourself safe, your family safe, but during if you are out and you see a uh, quarter size hail or larger, that's a Skywarn reportable event. So, uh, do report uh, that. It's a life safety issue. If you see someone who is uh, in danger and you can't call 911, but you can Connect on EchoLink somehow uh, through uh, radio or smartphone or however. If you need assistance, our net controls are trained to help you. And we have, during hurricane season, we have weekly nets, and it's a training net. At least there's a question of the week designed to bring some thought to uh, personal preparedness, uh, reporting and uh life safety how are you going to to maintain in the off season we have a monthly net and again there's a question of the month what are you doing in the off season to prepare for the next tornado season or the next hurricane season or the next winter storm season and rob's the expert on winter storms too
1: <laughs> yeah we just had a uh a blizzard uh, come through uh southern new england and uh while there've been a lot of talk about the predictions there i think overall it it verified pretty well for most of our area uh, a bit more rain in, in southeast new england and my specifically in my my home area of massachusetts but we had a lot of areas with greater than 10 inches of snow it was a very heavy wet snow and we had uh, several wind gusts to hurricane force and interestingly the barometric pressures were Uh, With this system were as low as some hurricanes uh, dipping below uh, 29 inches of uh, mercury down around uh, uh, 2880, 2890 in inches and around uh, 980 to 983 millibars, which is – uh, it 's as potent as uh, some uh, hurricanes in terms of the barometric uh, pressure reading, so um, and uh, we were very active at our image radio station at the National Weather Service in taunton wX one b o x and we use a echolink and IRLP technology uh, in a conference uh, very similar to what we do for the VOIP hurricane net, but it 's a different conference uh, and uh, reflector system. Uh, reflector channel that we use on the Echolink and IRLP side. We still do a lot of local VHF, UHF nets. We have uh, even a little bit of six meters in, in, in HF, but we have Echolink and IRLP in our uh, uh, operations uh, for Skywarn uh, uh, in southern New England. And as I said, we were very active uh, uh, on uh, Tuesday, about 17 hours of continuous operation for that blizzard.
0: Well, that's... Uh... It's been uh, quite a quite a week up uh, in the Northeast. so well, uh, we are running a little bit behind here. so let's stop and we're going to take a break and then we'll come back and we'll uh, give a chance uh, for people to ask questions. the phone number 812 Netam1 or Skype Ham Talk Live or tweet us at HamTalkLive, Talk Live and I'll uh, be back and take your calls right after this message from the ham station right here on ham talk live. This episode of ham talk live is brought to you by the ham station. For over 37 years, the Ham Station has sold new and used radios, antennas, accessories, and equipment to hams everywhere. Give Dan or Jeff a call at 800-729-4373 or order online at HamStation.com. Ham Station carries all the major brands like Icom, Yaesu, and Kenwood, and they have a wide selection of radio scanners, MFJ accessories, Heil Sound products, and. Amplifiers by Mirage and Ameritron, Kushcraft antennas, and more. Easy online ordering is at hamstation.com or call 1-800-729-4373 to place an order and talk it over with the experts. The Ham Station, proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk
2: Live. Oh yeah, you're talking ham radio, baby. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp.
0: Join the conversation. Call us on voice with Skype at Ham Talk Live or give us a call at 812 ham one That's 812-638-4261. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live, the ham station as you covered. For both new and used equipment, give Dan or Jeff a call at 800-729. 4373 or go to hamstation.com tell them you heard it on ham talk live we're here every thursday night at 9 p.m and uh, check out our facebook page and twitter feed just search for ham talk live well it's time for your calls if you have a question for rob and or lloyd give us a call the phone number is 812 net ham 1 that's 812-638-4261 Or you can Skype us, our username is HamTalkLive, or you can tweet at HamTalkLive, and um, let us know what questions you have. Um, I know that uh, Lloyd had a couple of things he wanted to talk about, uh, the importance of SkyWarn training, and a couple of things, so uh, while we're waiting on the calls, uh, Lloyd, go ahead and talk about that, and uh, if you're out there listening and you're going to call in, why go ahead and give us a call.
2: Thank you. And the idea, Neil, is that Skywarn trains spotters, not chasers. We want the listener to be safe. We don't want them to expose themselves and their families to unnecessary hazards to get a report to the National Weather Service. So each year, our Alta Skywarn Association, uh, for example, uh, has to, it's mandatory by that, mand- uh, by that organization, they have to attend a stand-up um, Skywarn training from the National Weather Service or uh, this year the group converted a web- webinar and had people about 40 people registered to come to the webinar listen to it uh, and get that training now, and again it's not so you're out there as a chaser the primary focus number one focus from the National Weather Service training that I've attended is, be safe. You be safe, and that's the purpose of training people how to be safe when there's an approaching thunderstorm or hurricane or the like.
0: Very good, and yeah, that's so. And up here in Tornado Alley, we, we hear the same thing about tornadoes. So uh, always good to keep that in mind that you're you're a spotter, not a chaser, and. Uh, we don't need, uh, need you getting into uh, you know adding to the problem <laughs> and having to rescue you. So that's, uh, that's an important uh, note. 812-NET-HAM-1 is the phone number, 812-638-4261. Or tweet us over on Twitter at HamTalkLive or Skype us at HamTalkLive. And you had one other uh, point you wanted to make, Rob. Or, or, I'm sorry, uh, Lloyd?
2: Well, in addition to the training, participation in our nets. um, Increasingly, each year, Echolink has been um, easy to add to my computer, easy to add to my phone. I've got it on my phone, my tablet, Android and iOS both. Um, And from the EOC, it's on a computer. From my laptop, it's on a computer computer you can participate in our net, please do. And if you want to know the net times, and they just changed because of daylight saving time, if you want to know the net times, go to voipwx.net, voipwx.net.
0: And those are for the uh, regular nets, the, the training nets, and those are weekly during hurricane season and monthly during the off
2: season. correct? right and when there's an active hurricane it's daily all day long sometimes
0: okay very good so uh important information to have around so again uh, voipwx.net is where you will find all that information and uh, be sure to check that out if you're in those areas that can can help out with the voice over ip hurricane net we're talking about tonight here on ham talk live Again, the phone number eight one two nat ham one eight one two six three eight four two six one, or uh, give us a tweet at ham talk live, or uh, give us a call on Skype at ham talk live, and uh, we may have everybody watching basketball uh, tonight. I don't know who scheduled this during basketball, but oh well. Uh, I heard it was
2: somebody famous.
0: Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> <laughs> probably was thought hey you know let's go ahead and have have, have a show of what, what, well uh, anyway uh, at least at least my wildcats aren't playing tonight so they're, that's tomorrow night so we'll get that in
2: um so would it, would it be okay if uh, bob explained if someone wanted to join our net uh it's not a matter of joining and then next next day you're going to be a net control good yeah, right. the training process
0: <laughs> sure sure absolutely so yeah let's uh, let's talk about that and a little bit about uh, what kinds of activity you saw on the net last year and again if you want to call in or tweet in uh, just go ahead and do that we'll add you and uh, and we'll uh, pick up your call go ahead Rob
1: yeah, sure so um, yeah so our net okay. is uh, you know we don't have a membership per se you know we have the uh net uh currently monthly it will turn weekly at the start of hurricane season uh we uh are always looking for net controls but we don't throw uh, people to the wolves as it were if people are interested uh we'd love to have them come aboard and uh And uh, if they just want to be net participants, that's fine as well. We're always looking for stations along and near the coastal areas of the U.S. Atlantic. And we've even had some net activations uh, with uh, some of the echolink and IRLP nodes in the Caribbean. And uh, that's been very, uh, very helpful in cases where, you know, with the uh, lower sunspot cycles and such, we don't have the HF propagation uh, to make it all the way to Hurricane Center. We've been able to help uh, uh, fill the void uh, where they can have maybe something going on on 75 meters either through the Caribbean Emergency Weather Net or other, other similar nets, and then they will uh, bring their reports up into Echolink and IRLP if they can't um, have the propagation to reach um, uh, the other uh, the Hurricane Watch Net or other nets to reach the WX4NHC. Um, The other thing that we'll do during that activation, we'll monitor social media. There's a storm blogging site, stormkrib.com, that uh, has a number of folks that uh, post on the the different tropical storms and hurricanes and conditions. And that can be a a level of good information, as well as uh, uh, through Twitter and Facebook and social media gathering and monitoring information there. So we... You know we're the original form of social media, so we're the ones that can uh, manage social media uh, the best, uh, in my mind. And uh, it's just another way we can add more eyes and ears to looking at information, finding uh, critical information uh, uh, during a, a tropical system or a uh, or a uh, hurricane. Uh, during Hurricane Matthew, was pretty active. We had a number of net controls. We had a number of ways. We were gathering information. We also monitored a lot of the APRS and CWAP uh, weather stations. Uh, we monitored some of the online uh, public safety feeds. We had amateurs checking in uh, from uh, uh, the various areas that Hurricane Matthew was affecting. So it's a great way to, number of ways we can gather information and use our skills of collecting information and providing it based on the list, Sky One reporting criteria that can really turn into a uh, a picture that helps emergency management agencies, National Weather Service offices, and even the media get a proper situational awareness, disaster intelligence picture. You know, we're you know we're even hoping that it will help. You know, have the media say what's happening out there for real, and and not get into a hype situation or or, or anything like that. So, you know, that's. Uh, it gives you a little bit of uh, our participation, uh, especially with Matthew. That was the big one. We were active, uh, both uh, the Hurricane WatchNet and the VoightNet were active for nearly a week with that uh, hurricane for all the land areas that it affected from Haiti and eastern Cuba through the Bahamas, through Florida, Georgia, South and North Carolina. So uh, that was definitely a very long activation uh, uh, during this uh, last hurricane season.
0: 812-NET-HAM-1 is the phone number. We have just a few minutes remaining, but we do have time for a call. So if you want to call in, now's your chance. 812-NET-HAM-1, or you can call us on Skype at HamTalkLive, or give us a tweet at HamTalkLive, and I'll check that again just to make sure. Um, so, yeah, it sounds like you guys have uh, have been pretty uh, pretty active on on there. Um how did how did the uh, net actually get started?
1: So um, the net uh, the net's roots uh, started. So there actually was an EchoLink Hurricane Net and a uh, uh, IRLP Hurricane Net. We four B Bob was the ori- original uh, gentleman on the IRLP side. It was on the Raleigh reflector through the efforts of KD4RAA Danny Mustin. And uh, Kevin Anderson, uh, KD5WX, uh, um, was the uh, net manager on the Echolink side. And then at the time, the two networks couldn't be connected together. Um, And and this was in the roughly 2002 to 2003 timeframe. In 2004, the nets were combined. And Danny and Kevin were basically the uh, co-net managers for the net. I came onto the scene in 2004 as a uh, net control and then uh, that was the year, if you remember, we had four Florida hurricanes. Uh, and it was a very active hurricane season, mostly focused on Florida, but uh, active nonetheless. And um, they were, bu- uh, bu- it, with the exception of Hurricane Charlie, well, although that was maybe a little over a day, the other hurricanes were slower movers and multiple day activations and one right after the other. And, you know, we had to. Um, schedule a lot of net controls so i took on the responsibility at kevin and danny's uh recommendation to uh, uh plan out net control schedules for the activations and eventually that led to me becoming the director of operations uh, for the net um danny and kevin will check in once in a while um and uh are i kind of like to refer to them as they're the the, co-f- the co-founders of the net um they uh um, Danny still provides the IRLP resources with the uh, Rally Reflector Group, and uh, uh, Kevin checks in with me once in a while on on things. Uh, but it's almost like you know, chairman emeritus status, if you will. They're kind of the co-founders, the original folks that. Uh, you know, brought the net into being, Uh, but we, you know, I run a lot of, run the day-to-day operations, Lloyd is our PR guy, and we have several others that uh, help manage uh, uh, the net in our uh, net management team.
0: All right, very good. Well, we've got about a minute left, so we'll give you a chance to to throw in anything that we we missed here, and then uh, it's going to be time for us to sign off.
1: All right, well, let me. I'll, I'll just kick it off to say thank you for having me on the program tonight. And uh, it was good to be on here, and I hope uh, uh, folks uh, enjoyed hearing about our net. And I want to uh, thank Lloyd for uh, uh, helping to uh, set this up, and uh, glad to be a part of this tonight. And I'll give Lloyd the final word.
2: And the idea, I want every listener to be safe. Uh, your safety is paramount in this whole thing, because if you're not safe, uh what we're doing is is pretty much useless. So be safe, be educated, and participate with net is the website.
0: All right, guys. Uh Rob, Lloyd, thank you so much for being on tonight. And uh that's a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live, I'd like think my guests, Rob Macedo, KD1 C Y, and Lloyd Colston, KC5FM. And everyone out there in cyberspace for listening and invite you all back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time when Pat Barkey, N9RV, will be here. And he's going to talk about his uh, contest station and his uh, massive antenna array out there in uh, Montana. And uh, he's the editor of the National Contest Journal. And so we'll be talking about that as well. For a list of all of our upcoming guests, just go over to hamtalklive.com, and we'll put some links over there as well to um, the uh, weather nets, and um, you can check those out over there as well. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours.
1: and good luck from Ham Talk Live.